Welcome to the E4 Simply Innovate Healthcare Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes to demonstrate how our innovative, lean approach has helped clients manage through their most challenging and complex IT and HIM-related change events and initiatives. My name is Michael Weekly, and I'm here with E4 CEO Jim Hennessy. Today we'll be talking about the considerations for establishing a testing office approach for large initiatives and ongoing operations. And our special guest is a person who brings a great deal of expertise to this area, Tom Gordon, Senior VP and Chief Information Officer of Virtua Health. Tom, welcome to the E4 Simply Innovate Healthcare Podcast, and thanks for joining us today. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about Virtua Health and your role? Thanks, Mike. Uh, Virtua is the largest health system in South Jersey with three hospitals, um, a physician group of 300 plus physicians, uh, three health and wellness centers, uh, which include gyms and spas. Uh, and then we have some great partnerships with CHOP and Penn, and the, and the list goes on. We're a full-service uh, health system, and as I said, the largest health system in, in South Jersey. Uh, in my role, uh, I get to, to manage over 300-plus applications and a, and a massive IT infrastructure, um, which provide a lot of fun and opportunities. Great. Thanks for that. So, Tom, Virtua has a long history of being very progressive in their use of information technology to advance its business and delivery of healthcare. What have you seen as having been your critical success factors in being able to accomplish so much so successfully? First, our focus at Virtua has always been to make decisions that keep our patient at the center. Um, then it's the commitment of our employees that implement and optimize the technology in support of that mission. Uh, Virtua has always been extremely committed to high quality, um, and in that regard, we look to partners that are like-minded and have similar values. Uh, having a team committed to that mission um, and partners that are like-minded have been critical uh, to having a successful IT program. So, Tom, first of all, thanks again for making the time to, to meet with us today and have a chance to talk about this stuff, something obviously a, a topic near and dear to my heart. Um, you, you talked in there and obviously had a chance to see it over the years working with with you and your organization as far as your commitment to quality. Um, when it comes to some of those IT initiatives that you've been working through, what are some of those, what are some of the things that you've seen you've been put in place within your organization that help you to ensure those quality outcomes? Sure, Jim. So we've put a real focus and a lot of rigor around tying our IT programs with strategic imperatives within Virtua. And to that regard, we've brought in project managers that had uh, PMO skills and project managers that didn't have the skills we sent out for training. So we really enhanced our project management and PMO structure at Virtua, again, in the attempt to align that really tight with Virtua's strategic imperatives. We've also become very metric driven on our projects. So we look for um, key successes around what metrics and visibility and accountability uh, as far as our projects go. And then lastly, or, or in addition to that really, is, is the testing office. Because really what we're trying to do is mitigate risk through our projects. And what we found with having a testing office is that we can find those issues ahead of the game um, of the, the, you know, the likelihood of, um, or the analogy I guess I would use would be uh, measure twice and cut once. Um, and we've been able to save a lot of time, energy, and, and money basically by bringing in that testing office with all the other uh, additional items. Thanks, Tom. And then, so talk about that testing office piece here. So, and probably prior to that, when you think about some of the traditional ways that we often see organizations set it up, testing is often done just within another one of the many responsibilities within the project manager or PMO. 
in terms of trying to establish that separate testing office piece, we're trying to carve that out and set up as a working in parallel with your with your PMs and your PMO, but as a separate operation. As that's been established in advance over the years within Virtua, how has that been set up and how have you seen that work? Sure. It's a great question. So let me just back up a little bit on that one. So we currently manage over 300 plus applications and a massive technology infrastructure. We're also trying to balance regulatory changes, things like meaningful use, ICD-10 to name a few. Um, so we have a team of business analysts and technical people that are building this, these solutions and trying to figure their, their way out. And at the same time, we were asking them to also be testers of the system. And quite frankly, it just wasn't a skill set that they had or, or could put the time into it. So the testing office brings in a fresh view, a look from the outside, if you will, uh, a team that we can deploy in a traditional testing office environment, but we can also send them out to the field uh, to go test and act as, as the end user or our customer uh, for, from that point. So really it was a gap in, in a skill set we didn't have. The other thing that the testing office brings is verified and um, full end-to-end test scripts. So can really mimic and almost role play to a certain degree how the, you know, what the testing program really needs to look like. Yeah, that's great. And I think about with the with the scripting piece of it, oftentimes a lot of folks think a lot about the scripting. And what we've seen with that is that while you may not have 100% of what you need for it, you're dealing with consistency of folks who have experience with knowing how to translate those business workflows into scripts that can make for effective, effective testing um, on that piece there. So it, it's helped accelerate where there hasn't been a starter set to say, hey, boom, here's all you need. It certainly has helped accelerate it and not asking people who are maybe working on a project infrequently and not knowing how to develop those and make sure you have quality scripts. It, it's helped to make sure that consistency on that. To, to put it simple, Jim, um, it's really about getting it right the first time. Yeah. And the testing office has you know, allowed us to, to get it right the first time. Uh, and, and therefore, we have happy customers and, and, in the end, happy patients, which is what we're trying to do. So um, been, been super uh, key in, in getting to that, to that end. Well, that, that's awesome. And you know, one of the things I think about with this is trying to measure how and where you set that up is, and you and I have often talked about what we refer to as our testing cost confidence curve, which is an illustration of how an organization's commitment to testing in terms of the time, the resources, and the approach they take will often translate pretty directly towards predicting what their go-live outcomes are going to be. And as importantly, I think, before going live, provides the organization with that readiness, confidence, and risk awareness to help make an informed decision on that. Now, as you've used the testing office approach here within Virtua for the years, you've definitely shown that commitment towards that. Um, how would you measure for organizations thinking about that? Have you seen a corresponding improvement in those outcomes? And how would you kind of measure that for organizations thinking about do I take this committed approach? Sure, so we've actually exposed our testing office right all the way up to the highest levels of Virtua, um, all the way to board meetings, um, because there's a direct ROI in being able to, to do thing to, to, to do something right the first time, right? We always hear everyone say, I don't have enough dollars to do it, to do it the, the first time, but I always have the dollars to do it over. Um, we've eliminated that, and we've shown that there's a benefit in, in going through this process. Our um, board and our uh, virtual leadership has really wanted to look at the benefits that the IT program brings to to our community and to our virtual patients. Um, this certainly is one that we can show that value because we're doing projects on time, um, we're identifying risks, we're, and we're mitigating them, and we're doing this all ahead of time. So, you know, we hit our targets 
for delivery of the solutions that we say we're going to hit. When, you know, prior to the testing office, well, you know, sometimes that was a little bit more challenging. Um, I don't have the exact numbers on that, but, you know, there's certainly a correlation on the return on investment from being able to go through the testing scripts, go out to the sites, and, and identify any risks ahead of time, and then deliver uh, solutions that are, you know, really well um, vetted out for our, for our customers. That's great. And you've, you, in that there, you're talking a bit about how, you know, the, the impact of testing and the, I'll put it this way, the voice of testing has been heard all the way up at times up to the board meeting, board level, which when we think about setting up that testing office approach, it's not just a tactical doing, but it's also how an organization thinks about and commits to testing as they're governing and running that program. So from, from that perspective, you know, what influence have you seen that the testing office has had within your project governance and the influence of your decision making? Sure. Our, our testing office started out as a, as a tactical solution, a, a need we needed to fill. Um, over, over the years, it's really moved to, to still continuing on the tactical side, but being very strategic in nature because everything goes through the testing office. So they see what we're doing on the technology side, they see what we're doing on the application side, um, and then can add value. They also bring a layer of accountability and visibility that we just didn't have before. Uh, so E4, who we obviously work with on this piece, has developed a lot of tools, uh, one being the eForecaster, which gives us a, vi a visibility into programs and projects that we just plain never had before. Um, and now we can share that information at the board level, we can share it at a strategic and senior level. Uh, and again, it gives accountability and visibility around what risks we have, what we have to do to mitigate, who we need to communicate to. So the testing office has expanded to take on more, um, more opportunities than, than originally we thought, but it was a natural progression um, and it just continues to add value. Great, great. Yeah, and you, you've hit upon it there. What we've seen in many cases is, particularly in large initiatives where you have maybe multiple project managers, a lot of different threads to it, when the work is distributed just within those those project managers, those areas, it gets kind of siloed, and you lose that consistency, you lose that, that connectivity of seeing things across an integrated way. Works a little bit okay when you get into, the, let's say, application testing, when you start looking to integrated testing, following a patient workflows all the way through, that's when we've often seen it kind of fall apart without having that one umbrella that's looking at all of the things that need to be out there in the future state versus trying to piece it together and hope for the best. Yep, and, so. and you know, I can think of one, one example, Jim, and this, you'll, you'll remember this, uh, when we deployed single sign-on here at Virtua, um, we were trying to, to prove out the value of it and, and, you know, showing that there was real benefit to this solution. And the E4 team went through with our clinicians, with our registrars, with our physicians, and actually went side by side and counted clicks count it the, the amount of time it used to take to get into the system to the amount of time it took to get into the system now so at the end of that we developed a white paper we had a, a, a great product and we were able to show that we took a process that took maybe a minute and a half before that now took 10 seconds and we had real hard physical data to show that well we did that through the testing team and it, yeah. you know we pulled that off really quick and we pulled those numbers together that would have been challenging you know before having a, a testing team and a testing area to actually go through that process yeah and I think that that's <laughs> putting a flashback reminding of those that that situation and that kind of speaks towards you know the or sometimes you see an oversimplification of what testing's about and just tell me what your scripts are, or just come with your scripts, that when you look at testing holistically and to really help what we view testing for is that you're really trying to help an organization with being able to have confidence towards their readiness, understand where their risks are ahead of time. 
it's not a matter of a one size fits all or one set of scripts fits all. It's really a matter of understanding and really focusing from the end and working backwards from that, understanding what that business environment has to do with that solution and making sure that we're trying to account for everything that needs to be ready for that. Knowing that folks are working the other direction, you know, in a constructive, positive way, but they may not be able to see how it's all supposed to come together at the end. And that independent testing approach I've seen has often tried to bring some consistency towards seeing that from that end user backwards approach there. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, I know that, you know, one last area I want to touch in on with you was, I know Virtua has, amongst a lot of things they do fantastic, is a really active internal audit department, which from this perspective, from a testing perspective, I know is something that we've had a lot of interactions with them. So what, what's been your experience as far as the value that one, just that your internal audit department has helped for Virtua in general, and just in, in terms of what you've seen then, in terms of how they felt in terms of their confidence towards your IT initiatives? Sure. The, the simple answer, Jim, is um, post-testing team um, or testing office, I don't hear from internal audit. Um, so that's the easy one, and that's, that's a good, a good thing. thing. Um, prior to that, we used to have a rigorous process where we would spend time during the project and many times after the project trying to, you know, satisfy our internal audit needs as far as testing goes. Well, right now, we identify that stuff up front. Our testing office works out what internal audit needs as requirements. Do we need to test 50 of this scenario, 100 of this scenario, and they do it. And as I said, quite frankly, I don't hear from internal audit as far as our projects go anymore. That, that has moved 100% into the testing office, and uh, you know, we're getting um, you know, flying grades on that. Thanks, Tom. All right, so Jim, as E4 has assisted other organizations with setting up a testing office approach for major implementations, what have you seen when aligning with the vendor's plan and approach? Thanks, Mike. Yeah, it's been interesting as we've been out there, obviously seeing a lot of uptick in major system implementations and more organizations doing larger EHR, what I'll call big bang approaches versus in the past where it may have been more smaller module pieces. Well, obviously the complexity of those types of implementations takes on a whole new dynamic to that all. And, and it has been kind of interesting seeing that there's been maturity in some, but a lot of differences when I've kind of looked across the different vendor implementations. I can speak more directly here with Tom since we're, you know, working together on an Epic implementation. And, and I'll say that, you know, from the start, I've been really impressed knowing what Virtua's approach towards testing has been, um, how, how mature and the commitment to testing that Epic has shown within their methodology and within their approaches, which has made it really easier for us to work together between Virtua and Epic to come up with what we'll call our blended approach towards testing, because there's really been a lot of synergies towards that. Um, we found that they've had a real mature roadmap of what they've recommended and required for testing events in there. Now, compared to in other situations, you may just see a work plan that we get saying, hey, make sure you do two rounds of integrated testing. Um, they've come with a pretty mature plan of, no, you need to go through these different types of test events to include outcome. The other piece I've been impressed with has been their indication of wanting to start early as the focus on testing within a program. Here we are, you know, just about a year away from an implementation, and they've already have milestones for making sure we're dealing with this on a testing front. Other situations I may see them saying, oh, start thinking about testing a month or a few weeks before you start integrated testing, which is way too late. So just seeing a real interesting dynamic in terms of some of those differences. Um, 
then you start looking as far as where they where the different vendors and this gets more generic with it get into in terms of what they're able to provide for a starter set for content many of the vendors are now trying to push towards model based implementations model experience which we found sounds great in concept but the key to a successful implementation is making sure you're focused on how that system gets adapted how that model gets adapted to work for the required workflows and requirements within an organization. And that's where we've seen a lot of difference in terms of the quality of the starter sets of what we've been given to work from. And still a lot of work that we have to go through with those implementations. Uh, the one area that you know I see all of them traditionally maybe underscoping, for lack of a better term, is in terms of how much they look to think an organization should dedicate towards test management and coordination. We'll oftentimes see that, oh, you know, just as long as you have a test coordinator, you should be fine with that. Well, you're talking about implementing, replacing 30-plus different systems. You're talking trying to integrate amongst many different work streams and teams. That, that oftentimes is a recipe for causing a lot of problems and a lot of risk within there. So when we talk about the blend approach, I know that's one of the areas, Tom, I'm curious in your thoughts on this that we've seen as we've been working with, more specifically here with Epic, um, and, and Virtua, of taking that blend as far as it's been a nice complement of taking Virtua's approach towards test management coordination, that piece of it in conjunction with the content of what Epic's kind of recommended in there. I know it's early in the process, but what's been your observation so far? Sure, I, I think it's been a, a critical piece to, to what we're, what we're trying to do here and what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, and it's also been, um, you know, the advantage, quite frankly, of, of Virtua and E4's relationship. Um, you know, we kind of looked at partner with, with um, our vendors, if I can use that word, but we don't look at E4 as a vendor, we look at E4 as a partner. Very like-minded organization thinks the same way. And what we've seen from the testing office, and again, E4 is a big part of the testing office, is flexibility in, in a testing approach. That flexibility, to your point, Jim, really lends um, you know an advantage because the E4 group knows what Virtuous Organization looks like. You know who the key players are. You know what's worked here in the past. You've gone through the trials and tribulations as we've gone through this standing up a testing office. So you can look at a plan that, have, that you know, a software provider could come in and say, this is the way we do testing, and, and you'll look at it, and you'll come to me or someone else on the team, and you'll say, you know, this just won't work here. You guys know this. We've had success doing this. Um, and that's one of the things I really like about the, the, e, the E4 team and the advantage that it brings to Virtua is we don't waste a lot of time. You know, we have big savings there by saying, you know what, that's not going to work. And it, it's not that the conversation ends there with this isn't going to work. It's this isn't going to work, but I think this will. And specifically with this Epic implementation, it's led to a hybrid or a blended approach um, to what Epic's um, recommended way of doing it. You've baked that into the way virtual works. And I think we've come up with a, you know, a, a successful solution that's going to save us time, money, and ultimately deliver a better solution to, to, the, to my customers that are going to use this application. Yeah. And you've hit upon a number of points there, but one that kind of resonates with me as you were talking through that is that, because I often get questioned as far as, well, you know, do you have experts in this type of application or do you have experts in that type of application? And over our experience of years together, as you've been implementing many new systems, in many cases, those are systems that neither your team nor our team had knowledge of, prior knowledge of how that system worked. In many cases, the vendors were building the systems on the fly with us, so no one knew what it ultimately was going to look like. But 
the approach towards understanding, the focus of testing, of understanding the business processes, understanding the business organizations, and then taking that knowledge, translating that into what it means to make sure the system works to that level, and helping to add that value into making sure that at the end of the day, our business workflows are going to be able to be accommodated through this particular system deployment, turned out to be more important from my perspective than did the people that you know, that were on that project, and this could be for any testing operation, they don't necessarily have to be experts in the systems you have or are deploying at that time. They're going to bring that solid testing methodology into it that's going to add that value. They'll become experts by the end of it, right. so they'll help the organization on an ongoing support and maintenance perspective, but that's just kind of been one of the learnings I've seen over the years with yeah. that. And, and maybe you could share with folks, too, as you had me thinking there a little bit, was, you know, th there's a big communication piece to this. Um, and I think you guys have been very successful in, in helping us establish what that communication looks like because you don't want a testing office acting as, as an internal audit department saying you're deficient here and that's that. I mean, it really, really takes a, a, a certain personality and a, a certain skill set to be able to do testing and then report out on, on the deficiencies, but then get the buy-in from the people that have to fix it. So maybe yeah. you could share some of those experiences. Yeah, and, and you know, you, you kind of hit upon what I think one of the key points that you know, anyone who's listening, I would kind of, was thinking about possibly setting a testing approach. It's not just putting the people in place. It's not just having the script inventory. It's really a matter of embracing the role of testing within that organization so that the communications that testing provides are listened to. You know, I've unfortunately, unfortunately, as we've worked with other organizations over the years, I've seen a lot of different dynamics in terms of from the positive side. You know, look at your organization. Many, you know, I've heard many of your team and executives say, we won't go live until the testing office tells us we're ready, which is, I think, the ideal state that you want. We've unfortunately been in other situations where you know, the testing office is there, but they're gated in who they have governance access to to report what their findings are. So the findings of testing get selectively filtered up to the decision makers, and I've, we've unfortunately seen times where the testing office was clearly articulating, you're not ready, and the management team decided to go forward also. They, they held their breath, took the plunge, knowingly or unknowingly of what the risks were, and in some cases had really bad outcomes. Um, in other cases where it's you know, more in the middle, organizations may have been compressed by different objectives requirements say for various reasons we have to be up on this system by this date so so they look to testing they hear testing on that front and say tell me where my readiness is I know I'm not perfect show me where my risks are so that we can plan to do some cleanup and we can plan that go live there so I think in that case even though they went live prematurely they went live with the knowledge and information that the testing team was able to provide them so I think that communication piece and it ties really to the governance of it, it's great to communicate provide the people who are listening and making good decisions off of that. So, Great point. All right. So, Tom, in conjunction with the decision to establish a testing office approach, Virtua turned to E4 to help establish and operate it. Why E4? It really goes back to finding a partner, as I was saying earlier, not just a vendor. Uh, we found a partner in E4 who measured up to, to our standards, quite frankly. Um, the quality experience of the E4 leadership team uh, they not only supported us tactically, but also helped with strategic planning, strategic thinking, and, and implementation. Uh, at the end of the day, I know I have, a, I have a solid partner in E4 uh, who's always looking out for Virtua's best interests, helping me and my team deliver high-quality solutions um, to our clinicians and, and ultimately serving our Virtua patients and community. Um, and I have that in the partnership with E4. 
Well, we appreciate working with you at a time. It's been a, it's a great partnership and it's a great opportunity for us and really honor the chance to be able to work with your team on, on current initiatives and stuff going forward. All right, and that will wrap up our podcast. We want to thank our special guest, Tom Gordon, Senior VP and Chief Information Officer of Virtua Health for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about eForce Testing Office and complex change management solution offerings, you can visit e4-services.com. Check back soon for the next edition of the E4 Simply Innovate Healthcare Podcast. Thanks for listening.